Chef Boyardee is Poe's mentor. <laughs> At that point, it was always going to be Leia. Could have been Baby Yoda. <laughs> wow, what a huge oversight. There's just a hole in the Death Star. Like, what the heck? You know, just like board that up or something, you know? Then jumped onto Wikipedia and was like, oh, there it is. I refused to get on the Wook, um, as, as Jared lovingly refers to it. You're listening to the Star Wars Archives, a Utini.com Patreon-exclusive podcast. Your regular deep dive down the rabbit hole of the Star Wars universe. Discussion, analysis, Easter eggs, and obscure books you've never heard of. And now, here are your hosts, Jose and Trevor. Hello there, you have tuned into episode 58 of the Star Wars Archives, the Utility Network podcast, where we take a random Star Wars topic and explain the living bantha poodoo out of it. I am Jose. I mean, I keep saying Jose, aka okay, Jackson, the Utiliverse, but whatever, I'm just Jose. You're just Jose. Um, yes. And of course, as always, Joining me today, Mr. Trevor Davey. Hello, I'm Trev, keeper of a timeline pages over at utina.com. Spent my entire life uh, consuming Star Wars media, and I've read over 1,000 Star Wars books and comics. Which, before we started recording, me and Jose were talking, he was like, well, so you've read every Legends book? And I was like, yes, Jose, do you not listen to the beginning of our own <laughs> show? But there I... we are. Yes, so, so, you've, so you've read everything. Yes, yes. okay, good. Good for you. I'm happy for you. <laughs> and, uh, and, and go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say for anyone joining us for the first time, it's a largely unscripted show as we prove time and time again. So mm-hmm. up for today, neither one of us done any research. We're just going to talk about some Star Wars stuff. Right. I mean, we yes, exactly. So, But what we are doing today is, uh, you know, for those of you listening to us in order... It is the beginning of 2023, so happy oh, New yeah. Year! Happy to you New guys Year, dudes! Yeah, yeah. So if you are one, you know, a Patreon subscriber, then you would be listening. To, this is our first episode of the year. If you are not, then you're listening to us sometime in the future. But anyways, that's where we're at, and what we're doing today, given that it is the beginning of 2023, is that we are looking at the year ahead in Star Wars. So what is going to be released this year in terms of? Uh, books and tv shows sadly no movies but um yeah we're just gonna go down the list and talk about it see if there's any connections to any legends or canon or whatever that trev can think of on the spot because as he said it is unscripted and we'll see what he can remember (laughs) yeah we'll we'll see um but to to make sure that you know, or not make sure, but if you guys want to sort of follow along with us, you can always visit the Utini release schedule. You know, this is one of the things that the database that we keep has a big part in maintaining on the site. So if you go to utini.com forward slash release dash schedule, you'll see it and you'll see all the upcoming things in there, exactly the dates they're coming out. Look, pick your favorite categories. You'll find it all there. Never, never miss a book again. Yeah, that's right. So And those are all are important actually... Amazon affiliate links. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, that's exactly what we're doing. We, we went to utini.com. There's a link on the top right that says release schedule. Click on that. You scroll down a bit. And we are using that as our structure for today's episode. We're just going to go down the list, talk about what's there. And you, can, you guys can follow along or check it out right after. And uh, 
buy whatever books you need uh, with those uh, links on the site. Um, Trev, anything else you want to go through before we get started? Uh, no, I think, well, we do need to just uh, say thank you to our patrons once again. Uh, listen, all of you guys who subscribe to our patron, you help us do what we do here. Uh, if you like what we do, shout about it, get on your Twitter, find the SW Archives board Twitter, share what we do, bring some more people in. And for those of you, those of you who listen to us on general release, again, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. You are the reason that we do what we do. And All with right. that. Okay, perfect. Well, uh, and I also apologize. I am getting over a bit of a cold or something, so... <laughs> I might be sounding a little off um, or different, or I might be coughing through the episode. But, I thought you know, it was the, this is the uh, nose job you had over Christmas, because, you know, <laughs> you've, you've definitely no, had some work done. That's just called a mustache. I just grew a mustache. <laughs> so that's all it is. <laughs> Man, I'd go and see a different plastic surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but anyways, um, that's, that's, that's the reality of things, but this is important. You know, Star Wars Archives recording this episode is important for so so i'm here regardless of me getting he's a trooper old. yes so all right have you so um yeah so let's let's go ahead and get started uh with what was released just this week as we record this uh the battle of Jeddah. yes i have not read any of a high republic phase two yet <laughs> i've read the comics i haven't read okay. any of phase two and i don't know why i haven't been in a rush to read it um i don't know whether it's the fact that we had the entire publishing schedule for the entire phase mapped out so we knew it was smaller in scope um i don't know whether it was the synopses that again it didn't feel like such a ground uh breaking method of storytelling i don't know whether i was just so hurt by the end of phase one <laughs> that I don't want to go back in time. I, I want to read the rest of that story. You want to finish chronologically yeah. instead of jumping back. Yeah, so I I you don't know, know why. I, w- I will get to it. Um, I did hear something about the Battle of Jeddah that okay. really sort of grabbed my attention recently. And I've been trying to confirm it because I haven't listened to it myself. And I've heard some people say that they heard this. Some people hear say it sounded like something else. Hmm. But reportedly, allegedly, it references. Should we? Is it? Should we spoiler alert this? No, it's it's okay. unnecessary. Uh, okay, it's a passing mention. It's a passing mention. Okay. To a character called Ikrit. Mm-hmm. So Ikrit was a little. He won the rabbit. Don't get your hopes up. He won the rabbit, but he was a sort of <laughs> very small. Uh, four-legged creature with big ears who was a Jedi master mm-hmm. who taught Anakin Solo when what? Anakin Solo was at Luke's Academy in the Junior Jedi Knights books. Okay. Apparently he gets a passing mention in this. Hmm. But it is by George Mann who is best friends with Kevin Scott yes. who loves throwing like... these really, really yeah. Obscure uh-huh. Easter eggs in there, so I'm hoping it's true, but I haven't yet been able to independently verify it. Okay, so 
interesting. So there's there. <laughs> there you go. Uh, first uh, connection to some obscure, or is it obscure, or is it just sort of like? It's, oh, it's very obscure. It's it's very uh, obscure. Okay. So the, the junior Jedi Knights are they're sort of aimed at sort of I don't know seven to eight year olds. Okay. They're really okay. Sm- they're really small sort of thirty page books. There's six of them. Interesting. Uh, yeah, so they're Anakin Solo when he's like eleven years old or something. So okay. That those kind of books. All right. So this is an audio drama, which uh, you know I feel like they've been they've been doing all right. I mean, I, I did this like you know that um, audio dramas that have come out, right? I mean, we have a handful now. This would be what the fourth or fifth? Uh, third, um, fourth. So you've got Dooku, Afra, yeah. Tempest Runner. And this right. one. Right. And, I mean, people... I mean, Dooku is pretty well regarded, right? People like that one. Yep. Jedi Lost, right? Jedi Lost. Uh, yeah. Harry Potter in space, yep. <laughs> and then Afra I enjoyed quite a bit. Even yeah, Afra was, was really, really the good. Comic book. Yeah. Um, the voice acting on that I thought was excellent. And then Tempest Runner was fine. Um, it, Tempest Runner I enjoyed. Uh, yeah. I think it, it got a little bit messy and was maybe a little bit overlong. Uh, yeah. But again, it 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 really felt like it was valid and it yeah told an important story in that first phase of a High Republic. It did. I think my biggest issue there was uh, I just the way the voice actor did uh, for Lorna D. It was there was just a lot of like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> just like a lot of gruff. Like I don't. There was just like. It, I don't know. There was something about it. I'm like, okay, I get it. Just like, can you tone the whole? Yeah, you made your points. <laughs> yeah, it's like turn it, tune it down a little bit. Like, I get maybe it's a character quirk. I don't know. But um, it's also probably over exaggerated for the medium as well. Of course, I'm, I'm guessing. No, no. I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so now we have this one. So yeah, I haven't, I haven't started it yet. It just came out this week uh, as we are recording. So um, I need to get on that. And then but... the script, the script book is out in like. Four, five weeks in February fourteenth. Yeah, February fourteenth. Happy Valentine's Day to you guys that are deciding to to spend Valentine's Day reading a script for Battle of Jedi. What could be more romantic than yeah, that? that? It doesn't sound fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, maybe if you're reading it to your significant other, that could be a lot of fun. Maybe. Yes. Actually, you can role play that. Right? <laughs> it's, it is. It is a script. So take turns reading the characters. So who gets to play the character on the front? I mean, it's not a Trandoshan. I'm not sure what species it is, but it's definitely not human. Yeah. So in your relationship... Take things uh, to a different level. (laughs) With you and and your lady, who would be who just on that cover? I mean, obviously, one's a guy. I mean, we might both be male. It's hard to tell, but... I'm not about to call Sarah a Trandoshan, so I'd have to be the Trandoshan, <laughs> obviously. Um, it does mean I could grow past back if I get chopped off. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll have to probably say the same for. Well, moving on, yeah, moving on. My partner, because you I do dug not yourself want to a say hole that there. my partner is some sort of lizard <laughs> person. So. Um, all right, next, next book up on the list, <laughs> released on March seventh, or that will be released on March seventh, twenty twenty three. Star Wars Jedi Battle Scars. Trev, so what is this about? 
So this is the book that's going to take place between Jedi, not Jedi Outcast. Jedi Outcast is Kyle Katarn. Jedi, what was it called? Was it just Fallen called? Order. Fallen Order. So yeah. Star Wars Video Jedi Game. Fallen Order, and then Star Wars Jedi Survivor. This book will take place between those two books. Oh, we don't. Cool. We don't know where. We don't know whether it's closer to Survivor or closer to. Um, Fallen Order. Uh, mm-hmm. So we're, it's all estimated. I've put it slap bang in the middle on the timeline for now. Uh, mm-hmm. It's written by Sam Maggs, who is his first adult novel for Star Wars. I think he's written a couple of short stories. Um, okay. And it's got a cover that I don't love. I'm going to be honest. I know The cover is <laughs> not great. I know um, a lot of people do like the cover, especially with the, really? the contrasting colors of light and dark. And But I, I'm not loving it standard it's sort of not, video game cover it feels the cover feels like a fa- like fan art for yeah. this um yeah it's not especially when you know especially when we're getting this real like highly stylized um essential legends collection covers yeah and you put this next to that and also the high republic covers have been like pretty nice too just like the artwork on those it's just and it's just really well done and then you put this in the mix, and yeah, not I. I mean, cool to see the characters, I guess, but not not the greatest cover. But also, it does mean that we are seeing Merit again after the mm-hmm. events of the game. So I don't yes. know whether she's confirmed as part of the second game or not. Um, so it's good to see that we do get more of her storyline. Yes. Um, Trev, so yes. this is basically then a sequel slash half you know like a 1.5 to a video game that was released uh what like three three four years ago now uh yeah three years <laughs> um yeah. three years so do people do you expect that people would need to have played that game in order to read this novel by default no because that's one thing where uh, Star Wars publishers are very good at not isolating their product. Mm-hmm. With the exception of things like the High Republic, they yeah. want people who have played the game to pick this up based on the fact that they enjoyed the game. They may not have paid too much attention to the story, but it's almost an advertisement. Um, yeah. I don't think you're going to need to remember every single thing that happened within the game. I imagine you'll be caught up within the first chapter of the book mm-hmm. so you know if if you haven't played the game i'm sure there's still a lot of enjoyment you'll get from it okay and if you yeah if you're not a video gamer or something i'm sure you can also find like a synopsis online oh just watch the youtube walkthroughs you know i'm <coughs> i'm i'm not gonna be buying a playstation 5 anymore so when jedi survivor does come out youtube will be where i'll be watching that video game <laughs> That makes sense. All right. Um, well, yeah, that's all we... I mean, I, I did enjoy the, the video game. I'm curious about the story. So uh, maybe we'll also see why... Uh, why. Um, what's the name of the, the main guy? Cal uh, Kestis. Cal Kestis. We can see why he decided to grow a beard. Because in the trailers for this uh, second video game, he has a beard. So. But he doesn't have a beard on the cover. 
Exactly. So uh, maybe this is a journey. Battle sc Oh, he's hiding the battle scars. Ah, there you go. You've ruined it already. I don't need to read yes. it now. <laughs> I mean, I mean, this this does also have the potential to be the best Star Wars video game tie-in book of all time. Yeah. If if it's better than Republic Commando. Do you like Republic it, Commando? Republic Commando's a good series. The first couple of books are very good. It's not going to be hard to be better than The Force Unleashed 1 and 2, especially 2. Mm -hmm. So it's mm -hmm. not going to be hard to be better than those books. Um, Ruins of Dantooine, it's going to be very, very easy to be better than that book. <laughs> <laughs> and as far as video game tying goes, I think that's it. Mm -hmm. As he looks around at the books that aren't there anymore. Well, uh, wasn't the um, <laughs> tie-ins to... Um, the, uh, ha. You can do this. You got this. Wait, I'm completely blanking. I was thinking about yeah. Shadows of the Empire. No, 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 no. But that was a whole project, so I didn't yeah, think yeah, that no, was no, no, as a video game tie-in. <clears throat> no, the mass, the multiplayer one that just came out, that, that there was, uh, the two that came out. Oh, the Old Republic. Oh, of course. Yeah, so there's loads of Old Republic books. Um, well, there's that. No, there was another one, too. Anyways, well, we'll see. Yeah, the Old Republic books, they're not... I, I don't think I'd call them tie-ins, because that's more about expanding the story, which I suppose this does as well. Anyway, it's it's not a high bar, so... No. All right. Uh, Battlefront, that's what I'm sorry. Battle, no. Oh, no, they, yeah, they... okay, okay. Those books were books. really, really good, actually. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Inferno Squad, uh, Twilight Company. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. That's what those it, books that's are exactly. banging. They're they're yeah. very, very good books. So that's why that's why that's why I'm like those are pretty good. So all right. Well, that this... well, now I'm going to be having high hopes for this. If mm -hmm. that's the level of it, this has to hit now. <laughs> yeah, those are the most recent, I think, uh, right? Um, video game tie-in books. So, uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, there you go. We just I just raised the bar for you. Travis, so. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. Uh, so that's that's March seventh. Then we have to wait a couple weeks after that. So we now we have one book each month. So in April fourth, we will have another High Republic book called Cataclysm. And I don't know anything about it either. No, now, is this the last adult novel? I thought Kevin Scott uh, was writing an adult novel for Phase Two. Let me click on the that, Phase Two link here. That is, I believe, that's the last adult novel of. I mean, according to the list here, that is the last one of the year. So, I, I really thought Cav was writing another adult novel for it. Kevin Scott. Yeah, but maybe. Not so. I'm looking on the. I'm clicking the link where it says High Republic Phase Two under Kevin's, Kevin. Kevin Scott has a YA novel coming out after that, but it's a YA. Ah, oh, oh yeah, he's got Path of Vengeance. Okay, so mm -hmm. you're jumping ahead in our, our I am, structure here. So this is April fourth. So <laughs> is this the last book of Phase Two? Then we'll have to wait till we get to the young adult section of our mm -hmm. rundown. Mm -hmm. So Cataclysm, the higher this is by Lydia Kang coming out April 4th. There's a dude on the cover with a 
purple lightsaber. And a gun. I don't know anything about this. Is you that a weeks? gun in his hand? Is that a gun? A blaster. They don't have guns. Well, you Star know Wars. what I mean. What are you okay. talking about? So he's got a lightsaber and a blaster. And some very yes. posh clothes. That is a good... Yeah, it's a good cloak kind of thing. Good jet, Like, yeah, good coat. But as I have not read any of Phase 2, I can't even hazard a guess as to what this book is about. No idea. But something... <laughs> There's something cataclysmic happening, perhaps. Yes. <laughs> in, this, in, this, in this novel. Perhaps, yes. Um, yes. Why is a. Is it, is it going to be a suitable finale of the entire storyline so far? Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? But there's a dude holding a lightsaber and a blaster. Is he a Jedi or not? I don't know. So much to answer. Pick up this title in our April 4th to find yes. out. That's it. That's all I have to say about that. All right. <laughs> also in April, though, we go we, we go back to uh, the re-releases of uh, of the essential for the essential legends collection. This one will be Dawn of the Jedi into the Void. Trev, what the heck is this book about? Okay, so we have three books released on the same day. Uh, the latest wave. Oh yeah, of three, three essential of them. legends. So Dawn of the Jedi into the Void. This is the oldest legends book on the star wars timeline so this is part of that oh. twenty-five thousand years before a new hope Ooh. dawn of a jedi era they did the book they did a short story we did um three tray paperbacks worth of comics it's really good it's this really is the oldest? really good yeah um are there spaceships yes so do you now i always say this ask this question and I say, do you remember? And you'll say no. Do you remember when we did yes. our ancient history episode and we talked about yes. the, the Thoyor yes. pyramids picking up creatures from across the galaxy and taking them to... Uh, yes. I've, I've blank on the planet's name now. It's been so long. Uh, and that's where the whole Jedi Order sprung from. Tython. Yes. Tython. Yep. Tython. Yes, I remember this. Th this is that story. This is after Ooh. that had happened... So we're talking very early Jedi Order. I'm intrigued, and I might, yeah, I might want to check this out. It, it's very um, good. For one thing I also know is that they're not doing any new audiobooks for this, which mm. which lessens your chances of actually checking them out, Jose, because I know you predominantly uh, do audiobooks. Yes, I do, because uh, I have a long commute every day. Although we do so... have Audible links on our site. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but they just take us to our Audible page. Okay, ignore that. All right. Uh, so <laughs> well, next, I like well, I like the cover, but this person is holding that looks like a sword, not a not a not a I've, lightsaber. Uh, yeah, this isn't Why one is of my sword? favorite covers of the uh, the new artwork they've done. I think it's no. very um, I think it's sort of overly stylistic and simplified. And again, she's got a sword. No one uses swords, but. Yeah, you know. is that is that a okay? Is that a she? I imagine so. Plus, the main characters are she in the book. So, okay. uh, cool. so the next one, Republic Commando Hard Contact, which is one of those video game tie-in novels we were just talking about. This one is oh. very good, very, okay. very, very good. The Lit cover looks like some sort of like eighties sci-fi movie because it's you know like some. It's Especially with the perspective as well. 
yeah, the perspective, the sort of like angle thing, and you know, basically think of like the abyss or just like something out of like E.T. Yeah, and um, I mean, Karen Travis wrote five or six of his Republic Commander books, but people would argue got progressively worse. I don't think they got worse. <laughs> no, they didn't get worse. The author had a very specific viewpoint that mm. uh, that kind of influenced the story she was telling and how she told that story. But her viewpoint was then shared by her characters, which makes sense because there's space for a lot of viewpoints. So, mm-hmm. like Anakin said, to a lot of people, the Jedi are evil. And some of the characters in the Republic Commando series shared the same views. But by the end of the series, it was a bit too much. It's like, all right, now, yeah. ease off, ease off a bit. But these first few books are very, very good. Straight after episode two, uh, mm. throughout the books, you hear the entire story of the Clone Wars through these sets of characters' eyes. Very good. Okay. And then next up on that same day, we also have Yoda, Dark Rendezvous. Stop what you're doing and go read it. What? Seriously? Seriously. This is that good? This is that good. This is the best Clone Wars book, even though it doesn't really have much to do with the Clone Wars. It's the best Yoda you will ever read, hands down. When did this book come out originally? Uh, I'm going to go around 2004. So this was towards the tail ends of that Clone Wars period between 2002 and 2005. Okay. Um. Basically, Dooku offers Yoda a truce. Hmm. He says, come meet me, we'll sit down, we'll talk. And Dooku trained under Yoda, so Yoda feels an obligation to go. And he Mm -hmm. has a couple of young kids who tag along with him. And it's got one of the best written monologues in all of Star Wars written history. um, Of Yoda explaining explaining to one of his Padawans the touch of the dark side and hmm. because they see him as this massive light of a light figure and he's like what well, yeah. do you do you not think i've never been tempted do you yeah. do you not think i don't see this and feel these things and can you imagine what would have happened if i turned it's so good honestly one of it's it's in my top five maybe top three legends books do it's, you really think that tempted i have not been <laughs> Yes, it's oh something like that. Oh, I can see your face. You're like really. I'm, yeah, I'm trying. Really I'm trying to see if I've got book. the book on my shelf because mm-hmm. honestly, it's so good. So this is written by Sean Stewart. Uh, do we know any other books by this author? Or well, okay. So weirdly, mm-hmm. I think he wrote the Force Unleashed novels. Oh really? <laughs> Which aren't great. Oh, all right. Well. This is okay. So we got a. So we have to read Yoda Dark Rendezvous if we haven't. And Dawn of the Jedi Into the Void sounds also really. Yeah, I mean, that's, that is three solid picks. It really is three, three solid, solid picks. picks. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess if these are the Essential Legends collection, then they're obviously are picking like the best of the best. Yeah, and I mean, um, Tom Hoyler said that. You know, quality isn't always one of the reasons. Oh, sorry, it was Sean Williams who wrote Force Unleashed. Sean I'm, I'm okay, very, I'm very sorry to Sean Stewart for suggesting that you wrote Force Unleashed <laughs> because this one's a really good book. Um, 
but yes, Tom Hoyler said there's a lot of different factors that go into how they pick these books. Um, you know, quality isn't necessarily the be all end all. You know, it could be mm-hmm. the characters involved. It could just be the the connections that it has. Um, mm-hmm. But this particular book, yeah, one hundred percent pure pure quality. It's interesting that they're you know, I feel like with uh, with the High Republic having Yoda be part of it. I mean, obviously, age-wise, it makes sense. But I find it interesting that with the Mandalorian having Grogu, and then they start releasing these books with, like, Yoda's past. And now we have this Yoda book here, too. And then we also have, uh, you know, Yaddle showed up in the on the uh, Disney Plus series. Yes, yeah. That they're, you know, they're still, you know, without having to really go into what this species is, where they come from or anything, they're all building up more or whatever they can with this three (laughs) characters that are clearly of the same species. Well, that's because Yoda's going to be the main character of Ryan Johnson's trilogy. Have you not heard this? Uh Uh-huh. Is he? (laughs) Unknown, like future maybe canceled yeah and johnson yeah trilogy. yeah that one yeah sure. yeah he's definitely in it yeah 100 mm-hmm. percent. Okay. yes all right uh if <laughs> out of all the books that we've read so far if you haven't read dark rendezvous that is the one you should read okay point taken um all right and then the pair this is a at least an as of today the last adult novel that will be coming out in 2023 that will be in july that's that's interesting that's like half a year of no books yeah but i mean i'm sure you know with celebration coming up in a few months i'm sure that there'll be you know some more things announced then and yes so i i have a theory Mm -hmm. that high republic phase three will literally be starting this year and i think Mm. the reason that not the reason, but I think I'm gonna I'm gonna hypothesize and conjecture here that the reason phase two takes place 150 years in the past is that phase one overwhelmed them. Mm-hmm. Because we started phase one with here's your three adult novels, here's your three young adult novels, three junior books, and your two ongoing comics. Yeah. It it ended as so much more than that. Yeah. And I think they all of this stuff has to be written way in advance, right? I think they kind of boxed themselves into a corner. I think they, mm. they wrote too much content and people needed some time off. So yeah, that's why we've got all these new authors in for phase two. Let's put it 150 years in the past. Spend yeah. this time prepping phase three. Yeah. I think that might be what happened. Well, and I, I do hope that, I mean, <coughs> it would also strategically, it would also make sense that whatever narrative they're building on phase two has some like ideally ties to whatever happened on phase one. Yeah, there has to, there would be some sort of resolution now in phase three. Like it can't just be, this cannot just be like this bottle phase. The head yeah. exists all on its own, and then maybe there's a few tie-ins, but that's it. Like, it not just be like a few Easter eggs and mentions, and that's it. There has to be. I, I would hope that there is a, a bit of a bigger story being told, and we're just kind of like taking this pause 
to look at our at the past and then see how then this past has affected or you know created the issues that are happening on phase one that now get resolved on phase three when either one of us get around to starting it we will know yes <laughs> <laughs> we will let you know all right but yeah so we have the last book um that has that is uh you know being released this year for as an adult novel as you know as of today again this is still only early january 2023 which is a book by delilah s dawson with um inquisitor rise of the red blade now i don't know about yes. you but i'm excited about this one what what are your I thoughts excited I mean, I I want to know more about the Inquisitors. I do like like that era, um, but I don't really know anything about what this book will be. But I, I I mean, actually going back a little bit at Fallen Order, that's what got me most intrigued about Inquisitors and, yeah. and how and how they were formed and how they're just really like broken Jedi. So a lot more than when I saw the Inquisitors on Rebels because they're just, yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> helicoptering around. <laughs> and I feel like what we saw for the Inquisitors in Obi-Wan Kenobi wasn't also, I mean, so it was interesting. It was good. It was fine. But it wasn't <laughs> fine. as strong. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It just wasn't as strong to me personally as what I saw in the potential um, from Fallen Order. So hopefully this book carries that same level of, uh, I don't know, that kind of storytelling for Inquisitors that I saw in in Fallen Order. So for me, it's the author, Delilah Dawson. Delilah, yes. Because both of her books so far have blown me away. And I've been, I've underestimated both of those books. So you had Phasma. Which are? Phasma and Black Spire. So Phasma as a character from the movies, nothing. There's there's nothing there. Mm -hmm. And yes, she explored Phasma's backstory, but also the book wasn't about Phasma. Yeah, yeah. It was about Vi. And then that story got carried over into Galaxy's Edge Black Spire again. If if I've got an issue with video game tie-in novels, how do you think I feel about a theme park tie-in novel? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And it's brilliant it's absolutely brilliant black spire it's a great black book. spire is great phasma is fantastic i yeah. really enjoyed phasma and the way that it was uh yeah the the tone of it and the fact that you're really learning about phasma through other characters really or um so it's, yeah that's what you're saying it's, like, it's not really about her but you get to see everyone around her and that to me was fascinating and you might have antagonists and protagonists you don't have heroes and villains. Mm-hmm. There's very mm-hmm. few good guys, black guys, black and white in her books at all. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, no. You know, if you're going to pick a single Star Wars author to tell an Inquisitor story, that's yes. the one I'd want. Has she written any other Star Wars books or is it just those two? Uh, those two and a couple of short stories. Okay. Uh, and from a certain point of view, books or where has she. I don't believe so. Uh, one was for Insider. No, it wasn't even Insider. Okay. It was an ebook. It was um, um so oh, what's the name? You know the the woman who the Imperial spy from Maz's Castle in Force Awakens, the one in all in black who's on the comlink that tells the Imperials that 
um, Hanning Chewie and Finnevere, Amaz's mm-hmm. Castle. Mm-hmm. I can't remember her name off the top of my head. <coughs> and then she also wrote a short story, Return to a Shattered Planet, which was, and this is my favourite kind of short story, because it only turned up in the second printing mm-hmm. of Black Spire. <laughs> yeah, of course. That is, um, a, that is a very Trev story. <laughs> so it's almost as important where they appear as to the fact it's a short story. <coughs> yeah. Uh, but I don't, I don't think she was in uh, a certain point of view or not. Let's just double check. Oh, she's done a couple of Star Wars Adventures stuff, mm. which is good. Uh, and she wrote a short story called Scorched and Inside 165, which is a tie into Claudia Gray's Bloodlines. Uh, she did The Secrets of Long Snoot from a certain point of view. Oh, she wrote yeah. the Torn Torn story <laughs> from Empire Strikes Back point of view. Uh, mm-hmm. That one was dark. Yeah. So again, so, are you even more excited now yep, that you saw someone? Yep. She's she's got the creds. Fantastic. All right. Cool. Well, so that's uh, so that's, that's the book. Yeah, that is coming out on July eighteenth, twenty twenty three. That's it for a, adults. So let's head over to YA. Not a lot. Just three according to the list here. With the first one being released on April fourth. And, I mean, well, this is just uh, the High Republic Phase 1 paperback box set. So yeah, so this is, a, release. this is a repackage of mm-hmm. Into the Dark, Out of the Shadows, and Midnight Horizon, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and, you know, cool that they're reboxing it. I think that's really good. I know that yeah. this also has new artwork as well, which a lot of people oh, will nice. be excited about. Yeah. So it's not, quite a, it's not quite a Star Wars Celebration exclusive banged leather version of the adult novels that yeah. smells no. so good uh, <laughs> but you know well, it'll do yeah of course for all you collectors out there then yeah just this is coming out uh and then we have on may 2nd the how this is the kevin scott novel you were talking about trev this is uh the high republic path of vengeance so this has to be the finale of that wave then mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so this comes out a month after cataclysm um, yeah. Again, I know nothing about it. I haven't followed it. I don't know whether the word path is going to be important because, you know, paths have been a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But we'll wait and see. And also, you know, in Cavern's Got We Trust. So the cover is really interesting. Um, looks super dark. And there's some, like, there's some lines and stuff on the floor there that, that, that could be a map. Looks like a map. It looks like, but also it gives me some real vibes of um Luke's little thing on Arc Two, you know, with the puddle, mm-hmm. the big hole exactly. in the floor. It's giving me those vibes exactly. as well. So yeah, we'll we'll see what where this is and and where it goes. But the cover itself is, I think it's out of the handful of High Republic covers that we've seen. This one to me looks actually out of all the covers we've seen so far. This one to me that. Looks the most interesting. Yeah. If I was, if I were to choose a book based on the cover only, um, <clears throat> then we have um, a couple months after that, we have another anthology being released. We have the High Republic anthology for um, on September fifth. So all yes, the High Republic. No. So this is brand new short stories. Oh. These are, these are okay. all brand new because we recently had the. The Starlight Story is released by Titan, so the stuff from inside mm-hmm. of that's been released. 
These yeah. are all brand new. They have already released a list of whose stories are taking place when and mm-hmm. when, you know, when in the storyline they occur. Interesting. However, for me, it's the fact that it's a young adult anthology. Um, and a lot of the short stories have been. You've had things like the Life Day Treasury and the Dark mm-hmm. Shadows and the Jedi versus Sith. I, I kind of miss the days when you got those high sci-fi concept short stories anthologies, yeah. which yeah. is what we had with things like um, Tales of the Bounty Hunters and stuff like that. It was a bit more bit more mature than the stuff we're getting now, which are very, very throwaway, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like I said, I went through the Jedi vs. Sith book the other day. I hadn't read it before. I picked it yeah. up and I kind of read a couple and put it down again because... Yeah. They didn't have any weight to them. Now, just because mm-hmm. a story is short doesn't mean it can't have value and consequence and impact. Yeah. And I'm not seeing that a lot of the time with the short stories that they are releasing. But that's my little rant over. All right. Okay. So, yeah, so that's it for YA. Moving on. Well, we have you know, the ongoing comics, and, you know, I, I'm not up to date with comics, uh, so Trev, I mean, obviously there's things being released every week, do you want to just kind of do an overview of which comics are happening, and, you know, whatever you've read so far of them? Uh, let's see what's due out, and so, I mean, also we have to be careful with spoilers, because people might not have been caught up to date, uh, so the Darth Vader 2020 run is still working with, uh, Sabe as basically Darth Vader's apprentice, but this is going to tie into the Hidden Empire thing, We'll see what's going on there. Um, the Bounty Hunters, as the Bounty Hunters series has actually got really good. I wasn't a fan to begin with because the art was so chaotic; you could never know what was going on. Um, but the storylines are really tight and it's really good. And you know, it's still Valance who began in Legends, so that's really good. Uh, obviously, you've got High Republic stuff coming out. You've got um, they've been doing this graphic novel or comic adaptation of a Mandalorian. Uh, but that's, it's just kind of a, a scene by scene cover. Is it really just the same story? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Uh, nothing overly yeah. excited about that, to be fair. Yeah. Um, I mean, you've got the edge of Bal- the high Republic edge of balance volume three, mm-hmm. which is weird because it's part of phase one. Uh, Phase 2, which takes place before Phase 1. I don't know whether they named it Volume 3 instead of renumbering it, because that's very weird, but... Hey-ho! And then you've got uh, the latest... Uh, so in June, we're going to see Volume 1 of Hyperspace Stories, which is the Dark Horse replacement of Star Wars Adventures from IDW. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. And, um... We get a couple of good omnibus as well, mind. So okay. we get uh, on January, well, literally next week or two weeks time. Yes. We get the Star Wars Legends for New Republic Omnibus Volume 1. Now, again, this thing's chunky. If you haven't seen these Omnibus, they're probably a good two inches bigger than your standard uh, trade paperback or comic. They're hardcover. And they're beefy. They're really, really well, yeah, thick. I mean, <clears throat> when you talk about comic books, right, you have your single-issue comics that are super thin. Uh, yeah. A trade paper bag is usually compi- uh, put in together uh, like four to six issues or something yeah. like that. Yeah. 
and then after that you have your volume your volumes right or is it, is it uh yeah which, you might have uh, omnibus or epic collections which will be you know maybe 20 issues something like that yeah i mean yeah the omnibus to be do is usually the one after that so you might get like yeah the whole 12 issues in one thing and that will be your something and then you have your and they'll be the same size omnibus. as well the same size yeah. as your normal comic and then you have these things which yeah. are massive you know they're yeah uh, they're more. I, I, I can't find a comparison. Look around on my shelves; I got crap in the way. Um, yeah. But yeah, they're much bigger. And this one in particular, uh, I'm looking at the. <coughs> I'm looking at the list now. This is like fifty issues. So fifty issues from Mario Jade by the Emperor's Hand, which starts place just after Return of the Jedi. You got Shadows of the Empire Evolution, which is the sequel to Shadows of the Empire. All thirty-eight issues of X-wing Rogue Squadron. Um, plus loads of stuff from Star Wars Tales in chronological order in it. That's a hell of a buy. And also, the thing about these omnibus is, if you don't own any of these comics and you're just starting your comic collecting phase, per page, these things are always more value for money. Yeah, 100%. Yes, I, I, I just don't... I mean, personally, the only issue that I, I have had with omnibuses in, in the past is just that you never they know if feel... you're going to get them. No, well, no, they just feel so un unwieldy just because yes. they, they are so thick that to flip through them or even to take it, if you want to take take it with you anywhere, it's not, I mean, it's a heavy and big book. They look great as part of a collection. And if you just, if you, depending on how you read, it's like, it can be perfect. And like you're saying, it's, you get the most bang for your buck. But I mean, that's, I, I do... You know, single-issue comics are the easiest to, to take with you, obviously. Or Terry paperbacks are also pretty easy to, like, flip through because it's just, like, a magazine. But these just always feel, personally, um, hard to to read through just because it's, yeah. like, it's, a, it's a thick, thick book. It, thick it's, more of a, book. it's more of a coffee book. book. Yeah. Coffee yeah, table coffee book table. rather than yeah. <laughs> sit in your favorite armchair. Right. But there's a couple of others that I really want to talk about. So we're going to see on um, 9th of May... We are going to see uh, the Legends Epic Collection, the original Marvel Years, Volume 6. Now, this will be the last volume collecting the original Marvel comics. So this is issues 89 mm. to 108. Now, the original series ended at 107. 108 is the Legends uh, reissue that came out a couple of years ago, all new content. This mm. is where those comics got really, really weird. Uh, <laughs> And it's a, it's, cover. it's a terrible cover. It's, it's awful. It's fantastic. It's great. I love it. <laughs> it's I mean, fantastic. the art got quite sketchy during his last, <laughs> during his last uh, year or two as well. Um, I don't know. I love it. I so the weird thing is, the, the cover that you're looking at is the yeah. cover of Star Wars 108, the original one. Now, yeah. they use the same art for the Epic Collection cover. But they photoshopped out Lando's cigarette or a cigar. Because <sighs> it's Disney. You can't have people smoking. Yeah. So that's photoshopped yeah. out in, in it. I mean, look at R2, though. It, it doesn't even great. look like the same droid. I think it's great. And then one other massive omnibus coming out. Uh, September 5th. This is the New Republic Omnibus Volume 2. Mm. Now, if you buy this, you are going to get the entire Thrawn trilogy, the entire Dark Empire trilogy, and a 
bunch of Boba Fett stuff all in wow. the same book. Yeah, so if you still want to know more about Boba Fett after watching Book of Boba Fett, then pick this up. Yes, it, it will be a completely different Boba Fett to the one you're used to <laughs> reading about. Uh, yeah. Yeah, completely different. But, you know, the Thrawn trilogy and Dark Empire trilogy all in one book, yeah. that's worth grabbing. Yeah. That's going right. to be very popular. I Okay. Um, all right. I think so. We have, I mean, we still have a few other things to cover here, right? Like we should probably go through. I mean, reference books are always kind of fun, and I don't know you. That's really you get a lot of information from that, so we should probably go through that. And then, um... well, I mean, you've got so the High Republic Chronicles of a Jedi. That's going to be there's a lot of High Republic stuff coming out. There's mm -hmm. um, an encyclopedia coming out, a lightsaber's book coming out, this one coming out, the art of a High Republic book just come out. So there's, yeah. there's tons of stuff coming out about that. But let's not forget April 25th. Yes. The most so important I, I was going to lead up to that. <laughs> yes, yes. The most important day on the Star Wars calendar for uh -huh. 2023 is the Star Wars Timelines book. There we go. There we go. So, and, and why, I mean, Trev, I mean, I assume most people listening to us have been listening to us the entire time or have listened to <laughs> previous episodes, but... There's a particular story about that happened regarding this book, right? That you want to retell it? Uh, there is, yes. So we met, um, we met a couple of people, but uh, Amy, Amy Ricao came up to our Utini booth at Star Wars Celebration, and I'd been to the Star Wars Timelines panel but the day before, and we're talking nerdy stuff. And she says, oh, yeah, of course I know you guys. We visited your timeline when we were looking at this book. <laughs> Which is... Yeah insane but already this book's not even out and it's had impact on how i manage our timeline so mm. it is official now that disney has got rid of the categorization of zero years before the battle event uh yavin up till now there's always been a weird zero year period where mm. kind of anything that happened up to a year before was zero years. So the year zero lasted two years. You had zero years before, zero years after. Yeah. Zero years before is no more. Everything up until Luke fires that shot is now in the one year before Yavin dating system. Okay. okay. With, still with me? Yep. So I've gone into our... And we know this from the preview pages they've released. So I've gone into the Utini timeline and adjusted everything to match that. So literally every single story that takes place before that is now one BBY as opposed to zero BBY. Doesn't affect anything that was already one BBY because yes. that was still one year before the Battle of Yavin. It's just that weird zero years before the Battle of Yavin because that can't exist. You can't have zero years before something. So it's all now in the one BBY yeah, makes sense. thing. Perfect. Okay. Well, thank you, thank you for updating. Our time. <laughs> um, there's another pretty interesting book here for all you people out there. There's uh, coming out uh, shortly before that book, which is your Star Wars: A Dark Side Pocket Expert. So, for all of you who are leaning more towards the dark side, then I guess this is a good book to keep with you at all times. So, <laughs> there you go. Trust you to plug Star that one. <laughs> the star you know hey it's i gotta keep with the brand man so 
Um, <laughs> Star Wars: The Dark Side Pocket Expert released on April 6, twenty twenty three. What does I mean? It, it I seems no a bit idea. irresponsible. I'll be honest. The the cover looks ridiculous, <laughs> but hey, why not? Um, all the facts all dark... you need to know about the dark side. Yeah. For all your dark side needs, there you go. April 6th, dark side pocket expert. And shortly after that, then the Star Wars timelines, with, um, which is the book that Trev was just talking about. All right. Yeah, there's a few other reference books, but those are two that I think, like, you know, jump out <laughs> at us the most. Got some uh, two junior reader books um, and some children books. Uh, Trev, now you read everything Star yep. Wars, apparently. Um, what. <laughs> What's your take on junior readers and children's books? So children's books, I 99% of them are adaptations. So there's, mm-hmm. there's very few original content, original storyline children's books. There, there are some. Um, I don't think there's any coming out soon. Look through his list. None of those are new. Uh-huh. But if we look at his junior reader books, so you've got Hunters, Battle for the Arena. Mm-hmm. So this is a tie-in to the Hunter's video game. Okay. But I'm not even sure it exists. I know, it, uh, and I know it's been released. I know it's been released in other countries, other continents. Mm. It's not yeah. been released in America. It's not been released in Europe. <laughs> Oz on our team is obsessed with it. I'm not entirely convinced this book will ever be released or the game, <laughs> but we'll see. All right, well, March 7th, so and, uh, as of today, we have two months to see yep. if this will come out or not. And then in April, we got another High Republic Junior Reader, Quest for Planet X. Which I'm still disappointed is not a sequel to Star Wars Cyrus Adventures Journey Across Planet X. Yeah, I was going to ask you, you had, you had mentioned something about a Planet X yep. before, right? So... I'm, I'm still so very this disappointed. is not the same Planet X? No, it's, it's... Well, I mean, it might be. It really might be. Uh, until I read it, I don't know whether it's going to be the same. I don't know whether there will be math problems every 10th page. Uh, <laughs> we we will see. All right. Okay. Well, that's it for books. And, you know, we're close to the hour on this episode. But, of course, um, we don't want to close out the episode without discussing um, the other release schedule, which is just anything Disney+. Plus. And, again, you know... Unfortunately, no no movies being released this year. I don't think there's any. I mean, there's been so much talk about. There's a lot of rumors, a lot of rumors, and all this, but nothing has been confirmed yet. And even the uh, the Rogue Squadron movie, I feel like that's also been put on indefinite hold. I don't even know if that's even happening anymore. I mean, even even uh, Patty Jenkins released a statement going, "Oh yeah, we're still doing it, but yeah, yeah, we'll see." Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I think that there, I, I remember a couple of weeks or months ago that I think Disney had told Star Wars, be like, hey, can you stop announcing things that far in advance? Because we don't know if that's going to happen. But was that and... old Bob or new old Bob? Yeah. Because they've had a shake up now. So, it, yeah. If, you know, maybe new old Bob is more in control of his stuff. Who knows? Yeah. There's so many things, I mean, in the industry, right? In the entertainment industry happening with, you know, I mean, Disney still seems pretty stable, even though the Star Wars lineup just keeps switching around. I mean, they've got a lot of money going in there. So I I think they'll do okay. All right. So uh, Disney Plus, 
What's coming out? Well, this week also, or, or last week. Um, yeah, so Bad Batch the... started last Wednesday. So, yeah, four, five days ago. Yeah. So, I haven't started it yet, so I don't know what it's like. But, you know, it's more Bad Batch. So, if you enjoy season one, then you probably enjoy season two. I mean, that's I think, I I think that's that. fair. I think that's a given. I think, <laughs> I think that's what will happen, yep. Yeah. If you didn't like season one, then... I mean, you should still watch it, probably, but <laughs> um, I can't say if it's any better or not. I mean, I don't think anyone can because it's still too early. But I think it's worth watching. I mean, it's you know, again, you should watch. You should watch and read everything Star Wars so that you can have the most complete picture possible. I guess. Yes. But that's all I gotta say about that. <laughs> okay. Um, we also, of course, have the highly anticipated after season two point five of the Mandalorian. We got season three of the Mandalorian. So what's, what's interesting is that we have new Star Wars every Wednesday until at least April. Oh, wow. At least. So so and when it, Bad Batch ends, that's when Mandalorian starts? I No, I think it was an overlap. Oh, cool. I think there was an overlap. Uh, I know Bad Batch is doing, I think it's 13 episodes, but there's okay. three double parters that get released on the same day. I see. So it might take us right up to and drop off. I, yeah. I'm, I think there is an overlap. And then Mando. Yeah. And then, you know, how many weeks has it been since Andor? Not many. Four? Not many. No. Four? About a month, yeah. I yeah. guess it was right before the holidays. So literally a four-week gap. So we had, because Andor was 12 episodes, so we had three months of Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. A four-week gap. Month off. Now we've got four months of Star Wars. Yeah. On a I Wednesday. Think that's... And that's how it should be. But how are how what's your um because Andor raised the bar. It it's so high as it, to what <laughs> a live action Star Wars It, it really it really did. Is. And it's no, not only not only Star Wars live action TV show. But just in general, what a movie and a TV show can be. Yeah, and I, so <laughs> I I actually don't know whether Disney have shot themselves in the foot. <laughs> <laughs> like we made too good of a show. Yeah, and it could be ten years before anything comes close to touching that. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you know, Mandalorian has been great. People obviously, you know, it's been. I mean, people love it. I, you know, it's it's, it's been a lot of fun. I'm. But then there's Andor. I am really curious. What's that? <laughs> but and then, then there's Andor. No, and that's, that's the conversation we're all going to be having. Is going, yeah, it was yeah. fine. But Andor. Wait, exactly. You know that meme of the guy walking down the street? It's going to yeah. be that oh, in, in yeah, perpetuity. The... Forever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. Andor and all over Star Wars. Uh, I mean, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know how they can... I, I think how... that's the problem that we have to... We have to almost reprogram our brains to yeah. accept other things maybe it's better so here's my suggestion to you our dear listeners just like forget about Andor for like a minute rewatch Book of Boba Fett <laughs> so you get... no no but <laughs> I... and then watch season 3 start Mandalorian season 3 I mean and, and no, yes, I'm not just yeah, saying that yep. because of quality or anything but I'm also I'm really just saying that because of what I said with season 2.5 with those two episodes um, in Book of Boba Fett that were really just Mandalorian episodes. 
And so... and you will find your expectations sufficiently managed. Yeah, exactly. Matt, you know, that is what we say here at UTD all the time. Your, <laughs> you know, expectations. Not lower <coughs> them, just manage them. And we'll see what what this season brings. And if anything, Mandalorian has always been fun. I mean, and to um, be fair, but the trailers look epic. They do look like they've taken Mando to the next level. There's a lot more <laughs> location shots and it looks really, really good. Plus the story that they're going to be telling, or hopefully going to be telling, yeah. you know, the whole Mando culture and Bo-Katan yeah. and the fight for Mandalore and to yes. be the Mandalorian. Yes. That's huge. Yes. And but hey, 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 Trev, guess what? What? I haven't seen the trailer. <laughs> Still. <laughs> Didn't we have this conversation like six months ago? I guess I'm, I'm just letting you know. I, so I don't know. I mean, at this point, I should also maybe just wait. And, and, and I mean, can I? No. I mean, it's it's less than two months away. We'll I mean, see. you will we'll see. Let's be honest. You won't be able to avoid it. You'll see some TV yeah. spot or something. Yeah. So Mando starts no, I, March 1st, takes us up to... Yeah. I'm stoked. I'm, I'm I am really yeah. excited. Regardless of whatever with with Andor, I mean Andor was fantastic, and I've always enjoyed the Mandalorian, so I'm I'm stoked for this. Um, let's assume Mando is six weeks, six episodes. That takes up to the middle yeah. of April. There are plenty of things well, that we haven't got release dates confirmed for. Correct. We have a few things that are have they just say there's two things that are being called spring 2023. One is the Young Jedi Adventures animated TV series. And then the other one being Star Wars Visions Volume Two. Trap, right. how are, thoughts on these two um, releases? I mean, everyone knows my thoughts thoughts about Visions. It's mm-hmm. it's it's okay. It's visually it's, exciting, it's but that's it. The Young Jedi Adventures could be could be brilliant. Could it we could, have some Jackson in there? I think it's High Republic. Oh, I think. Okay. Um, and it it could be the Star Wars detours that we never got, but okay. we'll see. I I don't know. They've really really kept their cards to their chest on that one. So we'll, <laughs> I think all we've had is literally the title card with some characters. That's it. That's all we okay. have. All right. So I mean, spring twenty twenty three. We'll see if that happens. And then we have two other projects that um are just listed as 2023. So possibly at some point being released this year, I'm sure that again in um, Star Wars Celebration, they'll um, they'll probably make more announcements uh, with specific dates for some of these things. But these two other shows are Star Wars Ahsoka, the TV series, which that one I'm also pretty stoked about and you know, excited to see. Because we'll, I mean, right? I mean, we, we'll get... I, hopefully, we get to see a live-action Thrawn. I'm. I think Ahsoka will be December, going into December. Next year. Yeah. But also, well, when did when did Andor start? That was like November. Uh, or no, because if late if, October, if oh, fini- October, right? It finished in December, and it was three months because okay. it was twelve episodes. Okay. So that would have been like September. So I could see this being that sh- like 
coming in at that spot. Like some maybe like mid to late fall, not so late, so that we well, can finish the series before the holiday break. So, one thing I have to say is that the problem with reading everything and being committed to reading everything, having read everything, is that I don't care about spoilers. Yeah. So I've read some of the leaks from Ahsoka. I don't know if you yeah. have. I'm not going to reveal them. I have not. It does sound like potentially one of the most exciting Star Wars concepts in recent years. Well, if I mean, they I know do that... it well, if they do it well, if they stick for landing. Well, this is obviously not no spoilers here. I mean, no. it's not from any any leaks in here. But what I'll say, this is just my just you know, shooting in the dark kind of thing, but <clears throat> based on the artwork that has been released, right, there's a lot of callbacks to um, the world between worlds. Uh, so, and obviously we, we know that she asked about Thrawn in Mandalorian. Yeah. And I think that it's also well known that there's an Ezra has been cast. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what how that's going to all turn out, but I think that definitely has a lot of potential there. And for people that haven't seen Star Wars Rebels, then maybe you should. Yeah, go, yeah, before... go watch it. Go watch that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just I, the first season is a little, you know, definitely. I mean, it's the same thing with like um, with the Clone Wars, yeah. where it all just starts a lot more, uh, you know, for kids or for little ones. And then the I feel the content just uh, gets elevated and becomes a little bit more mature while still having some of that like charm like for kids. So, so, so Rebels um, was, I think we were in, uh, Rebels kind of started about the same time me and my, my wife got together. And you, you hide your geekiness to begin with, don't you? And your relationship, <laughs> yeah. you hide it. And yeah. I, I remember well, I that. I didn't do that in mine. <laughs> I remember that finale where Kanan got blinded and I was at her house before we moved in together. And I was sat there on the couch and literal tears. And she's just, <laughs> she's just like, you're watching a cartoon. I'm like, no, this is some of the best Star Wars storytelling I've ever, ever seen. <laughs> and she just yeah. didn't get it. I mean, to this day, she doesn't get it. But still. Yeah. That is well, some of the best Star Wars storytelling. Oh, yeah. So so yeah, I think that I mean, I think I think everyone's pretty excited about that one. And then the other show that is possibly coming out in twenty twenty three will be Star Wars Skeleton Crew, um, which was formerly known as Grammar Rodeo. Now that's well, that'll be a code name, but that I'm yeah. excited about. I'm really excited about this. I mean, Jude Law's in it for a start, and he's Ooh. a he's he's a hell of an actor. Is this live action? Live action. Okay. Ooh. In in that same Mandoverse time frame. Okay. So I'm really, really looking forward to this one. I, and is, is, yeah. this, is this the one that's written by the guy who did Spider-Man? I don't know. I think it is. Is it John okay. Watts? I don't know. The guy who did the uh, Tom Holland Spider-Man films. I'm sure this is his project. Oh, well, if that's the case, then fantastic. I mean, you know, I've... I'm excited to bring Jude Law into the Star Wars uh, universe. I think I yeah, he's he's a fantastic actor. I like him. Quite and there's bit, so. there's rumors, but he's playing a young Law Santeca 
from the Force Awakens. Ooh, that's yeah. Well, okay, I'm I'm in. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. Um, and sadly, no Andor season two necessarily this no. year. Um, no, you know it is still to be determined. So they uh, might surprise us. I think twenty but... end of twenty four. I think because I know they're already uh, working on it. So yeah. All right. So yeah. So sometime in the future, yeah, we'll we'll get more Andor. We'll and finish the story of Andor. There's also the Acolyte. There's the Lando TV series possibly. So there's a lot of unknowns, but at least that's it for 2023, unless something comes up again after Star Wars Celebration. So we should probably. Uh, I mean, I'm saying this now, so we'll see how if we actually come through with it, uh, Trev. But since you're going to be in Star Wars Celebration, maybe um, we should do like a daily show. I mean, we should a do nightly catch up. Um, yeah, something like that. Uh, and at the very least, we'll do yeah, just some a roundup at 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 the end, or we'll compile them all into one talk. Um, you know, one one episode. But we'll, we'll see. I think. I think it'll be, you know, you're, you're going to be our man on the ground. Literally, as gonna so, demand... almost as soon as that clock hit January 1st, although I was asleep. Yeah. yeah. I realized how close celebration was. <laughs> what is it? It's uh, Easter weekend. So it's uh, the first weekend of April. So okay. it's literally yeah. three months away. So, okay. So, so yeah, you're going to be our man on the ground. It, it feels like be... I only just came home from the last one. <laughs> So I'll be here in California, and we'll yeah we'll do some sort of catch up in some in, in one way or another, and hopefully we can then uh, figure out what's going on with book releases after the summer because that's when they just sort of stop. And Ryan Johnson's uh, Glup Shito trilogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. Um, so yeah, that's that's it for for releases of 2023. I we there's no batshit crazy thing really that we can add to this because that doesn't make any sense with today's topic. <laughs> none, unless none Trev, no, I I do not have any surprises. All right, so um, so yeah, so with that, I guess like you know, guys, if for some reason you haven't yet, just make sure to join our Discord and uh, yeah, let's talk about books being released this year, what you're excited about, and um, speculations on anything if you haven't joined then go to youtube.com slash discord and click the join now button on that page and yeah talk about stuff that's coming out uh trev twitter accounts that's still a thing uh it, it's still going who knew it's still yeah, going yeah who knew who so knew? we are we this are joke this joke will probably get old very soon <laughs> <laughs> i know we are at right. sw archives pod and i am at david Todd on twitter and I am at Djoxi, that's T-H-E-J-O-X-I-I-I. So thank you, Trev, for going through all the releases for 2023 with me today. Thank you to all of our Patreon members for supporting us and making this show possible. And thank you, other listeners that are not Patreon members, for still downloading and continuing to hear us talk about anything and everything Star Wars. And with that, I can now say radio out. There is no hatred. There is joy. There is no division. There is union. There is no apathy. There is passion. There is no gatekeeping. There is community. This is the Utini Star Wars Fan Code. Embrace it. Live by it. And above all, trust in the living force.
That's all for this week. Join our community and surround yourself with like-minded fans by visiting us online at utini.com. Until next time, may the Force be with you.